0: My name's Ian Aber, and uh, we are back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. So we have one additional podcast just for them to talk about straight culture. Um, Today, we have a great uh, guest uh, he's super funny. You might know him from Roast Battle. Um, I had the pleasure of being roasted within an inch of my life in a, um, in a group of roasts that happened last year during the pandemic with Helium. Uh, please welcome uh, the hilarious and kind of mean Pat Parker, everybody. Let's hear for Pat. No,
1: thank, first of all, thank you. No, I'm not mean <laughs> at all i i am the guy and i've made kind of like my my bones out here over the last few years like roasting yeah but i am not the guy it comes naturally to yeah i am i am not naturally mean i, I struggle to get there so um so how that, did you that find, find feelings not, to have to say mean things about you and your city that that <laughs> wasn't easy for me that
0: hurt yeah i found roasting cities to be hard like individuals i can do it all day long. you know what i mean like i don't know roasting in my family was like communicating that's I don't think I've ever received a compliment that didn't have an insult at the end of it from any of my family members.
1: Well, you know, what's funny is I thought I, I thought that I thought roasting was was like what I did as a kid.
0: Yeah. And like,
1: I think people like because I'm originally from Philly. Yeah. And I think people from Philly don't have a full grasp on like what roasting actually is, because like I'm, I'm proud of like the different roasts that I've written for. And it's all about being. Sort of uh, as clever as possible, and I'm all about using different literary devices as a yeah Trojan horse to sneak in the punchline. And to everybody in Philly, is like, oh yeah, remember the time uh, I called you a bitch on the playground and punched <laughs> you in the, in the arm? Like, yeah, we've been roasting for a long time. It's like that's not what, it, that's what I'm talking about. So
0: yeah, that's yeah. that's funny. That's like in in the gay culture. There we have reading which looks a lot like roasting, but sometimes reading isn't about being funny. Sometimes reading is just about being mean. Do you know what I mean? It's like roasting's always supposed to be funny in some regard, uh, I think.
1: If there's one thing, and and we're gonna get into this more, I'm sure, but moving from Philly to LA has exposed me to way more uh, uh, gay culture or queer culture than ever before. And the audacity of a gay man to call me mean. (laughs) What is your thing? I'm trying to get on your level. Um, well,
0: I would say that straight people were mean to me first. Okay, so y'all started it, and I'm just here to finish it. But you guys have perfected
1: it. That's the thing. We don't do it well. We we, we don't do it well at all. But gay no. people, are like, oh, if we're being mean, I can I can break your spirit. <laughs> you
0: know? So let's get to it then. Um, how do you identify? We're on a podcast called Straight People. Are you a straight person?
1: I would love to use this as a time to come out and just like hit my wife up and be like, hey, listen to this podcast I was on. Um, He's super funny. Uh, But no, I do identify
0: as straight, yeah. Well, that's very brave of you in 2021 to identify as straight. So uh, golf claps all the way around. (laughs) Um, So like what I like to ask my gay, uh, my straight uh, guest is that, you know, you're born into a world that is set up for you. You're like the default player you know, you don't have to make any mods whatsoever. You're like, you're perfect, baby. You're perfect. Um, and you don't even know it. You don't even know that there's this other thing called like queerness or whatever. Like, yikes or what. So tell me about like young Pat. Like when, what was the first time you knew? Because it's like, you don't know you're straight until gay occurs. You know what I'm saying? Almost in a way. So it's like, what what's the first tough memory you have of like either a word or a person or something on television, that kind of thing?
1: You know, I've been, I've been racking my brain, because I know you do this on the pod. And yeah. If there's one thing that I wish I could really change about myself, it's the fact that my long-term memory is awful. Oh, yeah? Before, like, as a kid, it'll be like, I'll remember a random Little League game from when I was eight, and then there's, like, four years of dead air, <laughs> and then it's, like, the sixth grade spelling bee. Right. You know? So I have a very shitty memory. Um. So I, I don't I don't think this is an accurate answer to your question, but I narrowed it down to two things. Okay. And I'm not sure which order they occurred in, but they were around the same time. I have a younger brother who's uh, five or six years younger than me, and one of the first memories I have, and obviously I had to know what gay was at this point to even have this memory. But I yeah. want to say I was like 13, and he was seven or eight, and all of the stereotypical you gotta understand if you come from philly or the suburbs of philly from a super conservative dad your early version like all the things you think of where it's like oh if a kid plays with barbies he's gonna be gay or whatever so i can't even remember what the specifics were that led into it but it got to a point where i thought that my brother who was seven or eight uh was gay yeah i remember talking to my dad about it um and my dad, who uh, unfortunately is, is no longer with us, uh, but he was always super conservative, super religious um, when I was growing up. And I remember talking to him and saying, I think Tim's gay. I kept saying that. And uh, finally, he just said at one point, you know, who cares if he is? Who cares if he is? And like, <laughs> look at that really progressive of my dad to have that reaction to a situation that never ended up. My brother is straight. But, um, you know, I I look back and I feel really good about that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, that was the correct answer. Yeah. Um, Well, and
0: it's really weird to me how, like, how much pressure we put on small children to live up to an ideal of masculinity they haven't even learned yet. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you look at any little boy who's, like, at that age, um, you know, some boys are more obviously masculine and take to sports and more, you know, have more eye-hand coordination or whatever. But, like, there's plenty of little boys that may have seemed gay or acted, you know, not manly that all grew up to be straight. But at some point, somebody looked at them and was like, oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. This is such a strange.
1: No doubt, I, I go through it right now. Having I have a three and a half year old son, and um, you know his favorite thing in the world is cars. He loves the movie Cars. Yeah, he plays with all his cars all the time. But like, he also has like two baby dolls, because he, we're trying to teach him. Just like, I mean, he he happens to have autism, so it's it's um you know it, it's doubly difficult. But like we're we're trying to teach him sort of functional life skills I yeah. love to see the interaction with him and the ba- sometimes I'll give the baby like a little kiss and I'm just like so happy that he has like the social wherewithal and like all of that to, to, to do that yeah. no part of my brain is like oh it's gonna make him gay <laughs> I know. sure gonna wanna fuck other little boy toddlers
0: <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> like, god forbid he be nurturing in any you know what like I love him. <laughs> Like just like that, that, that being, and I can see that admit in manliness is of like the weakness of being, of caring, you know, yeah. caring about other men and especially, but like just caring in general as seen as something that's like, Oh, this guy, he, you know, what's wrong with him? I just, I, I don't know. It's just funny to me, but, but then you said earlier, we were sort of talking about being mean and, and, and gayness. Uh, being gay is a lot like being a comedian in the sense that like we roast each other as comics to make our, makes ourselves stronger. It's sort of like a, you know, a a way for you to build up the armor you're going to need when the heckler comes for you or when, you know, just the, the, the doing comedy wears you down. I think gay people, we treat each other in that same regard where it's like, you know, we try to build each other's chops up in, in a lot of ways by roasting each other, by greeting each other.
1: Sure, and I, I can relate to that a little bit. I don't know if this is, like, cultural appropriation to be like, I feel similar to a gay person, but... No, uh, that's
0: that's having empathy, but you
1: can... <laughs> For me, it was growing up really fat. I was the fattest kid in my class. And it is kind of that, like, defense mechanism where you just, you have to learn how to, like, sort of fight back and not get... Um, you know i'm not saying it's the same thing you gotta be so careful in 2021 no i understand And, I'm I, not I, and comparing my plight as a fat man to anything else Please, yeah you know I'm, i don't want to get in trouble but yeah yeah I, I feel like i get it you know to to a degree
0: absolutely and i and i think that that's fair i think in 2020 it's like you sound by any one thing and you could probably make it into something but i hope that anyone listening to this podcast understands That i'm asking these questions because no one is having these kinds of conversations with straight people straight people like you you get to be straight and then you can be around gayness and it's like you can appreciate it but don't appropriate it you can you know it's like i I think there's a little bit of uh the experience of being straight and learning about gayness and and like like for me it was a eye-opening thing when i was in high school i took a girlfriend of mine uh who was like very conservative baptist to a gay bar and her view of gay people changed in a, one entire night. So she went in with like a very narrow-minded view and thinking that like gay people all live diminished lifestyles and are not going to be happy and not go to heaven or whatever. And, uh, and you know, I guess a little ecstasy in, in, a, in a dance party changes. This <laughs> is fundamental change, people. And, and so I, I celebrate that as much as possible, you know. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I, I said a couple of poppers will open anybody up. Um, <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I did. I did the same thing the first time my brother, because my brother and I are polar opposites. Um, He, you know, he is super religious. I'm not religious at all. He married his high school sweetheart, all that kind of stuff, right? And the first time he came out to visit me in LA after I moved here, the first thing I did from the airport, we're going right to West Hollywood. We're going right to Santa Monica Boulevard with the rainbow crosswalks and everything like that. I am, I'm taking you right into the eye of the storm because I want to see... If, if you're gonna burst into flames or something like that. You yeah. know? Um, and uh, it, it, much the same way with my dad, it's nice to see that like, there's common sense there still. Yeah. Where it's like, well, yeah, I'm concerned. I, I, know, I know I vote for politicians who wanna shut everybody's rights down, but I think they're cool. Like, <laughs> I enjoy being in here. Yeah. So, you know, let's grab some tacos and uh, I'm not, uncom- he wasn't uncomfortable at all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's sort of sometimes where it just starts. That's where it starts. The, um, the one thing I have learned from this podcast is that the straight people I talked to who grew up with gay people in their lives had never, never had to have an understanding of gayness. They never, you know what I'm saying? It's like the earlier it was around them, the less it had any impact uh, in, in, in a sense of like having to understand it or reckon with it or feel like that, that it's different. It makes them uncomfortable. And it's like, I think that, that lesson alone is like the biggest thing in my mind that comes from this.
1: I mean, I, I just think it's so important to, like, get out and do different things and meet different people and everything like that, like, in general. You know, you know what I mean? Um, and then it makes it easier. Because I, I, I was trying to think of, like, my first exposure to gay people. And the first thing I can think of, there had to be something before this, but I was, I was a wrestling kid. Yeah. really into wrestling as a kid and then again as a teenager. And I remember when I was, like, early teen years, they had a wrestler named Goldust. Yeah, um, and if you if you don't watch wrestling, first of all, congratulations, good for you. Um, but he was this guy, and we're talking about you know mid to late nineties.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, certainly, societally, we are in a different place than we are now, and he was, I guess, like androgynous would be the best way to describe it. Like he came to the ring with a with his wife. Yeah. But the implication was like, oh, he also is like sort of gay, maybe bisexual, maybe like trans. He would wear wigs and like yeah. old face painting. He was very like uh you know, like like effeminate as far as like what society like standards were back then. And um, But also
0: like imposing and menacing. So he was oh, he yeah. wasn't like a tiny guy at all. He's like a big, tall you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. For
1: sure. He was like he was like six six. Like yeah. he, he would beat the shit out of people.
0: Yeah. That's the so
1: thing. But then after the match, he would, like, lick them. <laughs> when, you're, when you're, like, 14 and you don't know anything about, like, gay culture, like, that is, that's, like, a shock. Yeah. Because here I am watching the straightest thing on earth where a bunch of guys in their underwear grab each other. Yeah. Right? Super strict. <laughs> and uh, then here comes this guy just, like, randomly, like, kissing and licking on people after <laughs> the shit out of them um that was hard to reconcile in my 14 year old brain i remember being
0: like what the fuck is this? yeah i remember watching you wrestling at that age and being like am i supposed to masturbate to this or not i can't tell is oh, this
1: some of my, some is... of my ear- earliest memories
0: yeah that's so yeah. funny not with
1: Golda,
0: uh, but. <laughs> but let's do a hard shift we're doing the hard shift you so far um based on your answers to the questions you are still straight so uh, congratulations on that um, so we're gonna go through some uh, we're gonna go through, through some topics, and I'm asking you some questions. You are uh, you are a representative for all straight people. You speak on behalf of you're the you're an avatar of straightness. I like to say. Um, so I'm gonna start with some questions, and then we're gonna go through, and I'm uh, we're gonna find out whether things belong to straight people, or straight culture, or gay culture. Okay. Cool. I love it. All right. Cool. All right. So starting, um, uh, why do straight men love cargo shorts so much?
1: Oh, they're the perfect, they're the perfect hybrid. First of all, if you want, I'm a big shorts guy. That's been my favorite part of the pandemic is I haven't worn pants. Living in LA during a pandemic, like, I remember the last time I wore pants. Um, so I'm currently wearing basketball shorts. They're the most comfortable, but you can't always get away with basketball shorts. Yeah. Um, For... Visually, you look like a slob, and then practicality—things will fall out of the pocket if you sit down at the wrong angle. Yeah. You never have to worry about that. They, they're a step up from basketball shorts, but they're still comfortable. And really, there aren't any other options in the the short milieu. Yeah. Um, you know, jean shorts. Jean shorts went out. You like like milieu? I bust. Yeah. Slash, right? Look at you. Look at you. Right. I know. Sixth grade spelling bee. Don't sleep. Nice. With me. Um, Yeah, but jean shorts aren't really a thing anymore. Um, So you know, it's the classiest short available that is also comfy.
0: Nice. Okay. um, Why do straight men draw dicks on everything?
1: I've never been a dick drawer, so I feel weird speaking on behalf of of all of us. Yeah. Um.
0: But you're the only ones doing it. Like I've never seen a gay guy draw a dick on anything, or or a lesbian draw a vagina on nothing. You know what I mean? Like I've never. Like that's not a. It's not happening. So
1: it's it's a it's a good question
0: if you could hazard a guess
1: if i could hazard a guess um it's because and this is not me this has nothing to do with me being straight this is me being a comedy snob okay i it it takes a lot to make me laugh it takes a a really well constructed thing but for a lot of people farts and dicks are just funny man okay They're they're just they're just funny so In terms of, like, a minimal effort joke that doesn't require, like, a lot of creativity, drawing a dick is, like, I would imagine once you practice, you get it down to a science. That's, like, you can knock 20 dicks out in a minute.
0: Okay. So, like, is it like a – You laugh. Is it it like the street joke of of bathroom graffiti is what you're implying here?
1: I think a lot of people are emotionally stunted to the point where the most sophisticated form of (laughs) they have is a drawing dick. Okay. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I, love it. I okay. I, I,
1: I think they never get past that. It starts with like knock-knock jokes, and then yeah. like, lo, like the, the the highest form of humor ends up being like a family guy bit from like- <laughs>
0: Okay. Oh
1: so, yeah, that, that's that's what I think is that, um, I think people who draw dicks are, I don't think it's a straight gay thing, but I'm gonna circle back to it. Think, I think it's a s- stupid, smart thing. Okay. Think people think dicks are hilarious, and it just so happens that the majority of the time, stupid people happen to be straight. Now, whether or not that's a coincidence, I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, there's just more straight people. I think that's why you see more stupid straight people. There, there are dumb gay people, for sure. There, we just keep them hidden. We there's, keep them some, the...
1: there's some gay dude drawing dicks out there somewhere.
0: I, well, I mean, I'm sure there are, like um, like they're, but they're probably like glorious illustrations. Do you know what I mean? Not just like on the bathroom wall. There's certainly the ones out there who are like, I can make a dick. Like, I can, let me draw this dick in five seconds. I can look at your face and know what your dick looks like. Am I right? You know, that, there's a gay guy doing that for sure. You know, what's uh, so
1: funny. I played tennis this morning against uh, a gay guy, a comedian. You might know him. Uh, Akeem Woods?
0: Yeah, I know Akeem.
1: Right, I love Akeem. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <clears throat> so we have like a little comedian tennis league we've formed uh, yeah. during the pandemic because it's a socially distanced sport. Yeah. Well, against Akeem, and on the next court are a couple of like local comedians, uh, both straight. And um, Akeem, who uh, was a comedian and his friend who we've never met before, and Akeem just, uh, in the middle of the game, just stops. He loves stopping in the middle of games. It's fucking <laughs> Um And he stops, and he's like, how do you guys meet? And they were like, oh, we met at uh, a Jewish camp. And he's like, oh, you're both Jewish? He's like, are you both circumcised? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And he was like, I'm not. And it was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, okay he was just ready to talk about dicks at
0: any point. So. Oh, I mean, I know Akeem very well, and that tracks 100%. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Akeem, I watched Akeem one time eat a... And I, and I love Akeem, and I hope he listens to this, because I watched one time watched him eat a plain bagel, um, uh-huh. and he thought it was an unglazed donut. So, like... <laughs> and he was like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a bagel. he's like, what is that? And I was like... It's, oh a, it's like it's like a piece of bread. It's Jewish. They boil it. And he's like, oh, I thought it was a donut. And it just the look <laughs> on his face when he took the bite in. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's um, so funny. He's, he's writing for a show now. Okay. Everybody else in the Comedian Tennis League, we're all just unemployed and shit. Yeah. That's like, awesome. Every, every time I play him, after every, like, we'll play like five points. And then he'll, like, look at his smartwatch and be like, oh, I got to go answer an email. I got to go take a call. And I'm just standing there, like dribbling a tennis ball, like, <laughs> you know, making five hundred dollars per email, probably.
0: That's that funny. Yeah, him. when I first met him, he had he was just about to move to LA. It was like living in Orlando, working at like a breakfast restaurant, and that was the thing that killed me the most. Is like you work at a breakfast restaurant, but you he's still don't know what a bangle is. So, but he's, he's killing. He's so funny. He's one of the funniest. The okay. Next-
1: Next okay. time I play them, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some bagels and just tell them I brought donuts. <laughs>
0: I love it. Um, okay, I got a few more for you. Okay, uh, straight or gay? Straight or gay? Okay, um, Jack Russell Terriers.
1: I don't know anything about dogs.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Xanax. Straight or gay? Uh, um, uh,
1: Xanax. Um, it's the the anti anxiety medication. Absolutely. I think
0: that's a straight thing, right? Okay. Uh, Valium, which is another anti anxiety Knock you out pill. Happy pills, as my mother calls them.
1: I've never done drugs. I feel bad.
0: Okay. You're very bad at this. Okay. Uh, straight or gay? Mullets. Oh, straight. Okay. Right. Sure. That's great. For sure.
1: You're, you're,
0: I, whatever you say it is, and that's what we're doing. It. So, you wait, wait, no, wait. No, 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 no. Just,
1: just real quick. Do gay people have mullets?
0: I mean, ironically now, probably. I saw a gay person wearing a bucket hat the other day, and I'm like, okay, now we're really, like, he either voted for Trump or he's like working a luck. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, look at me, middle America, I'm doing it. How many
1: Um, many parties in the back do you guys need? (laughs) Let's
0: get it. Somebody hire him to write on the show. Okay, Uh, straight or gay uh, curtains.
1: Uh. Gay, straight people, we we get blinds.
0: Nice, okay. Uh, straight or gay? Um, biscuits.
1: Biscuits. Um, I think I think biscuits are I think biscuits are gay. Okay. I love, I love biscuits, but yeah. now I think about it, yeah, I I think I've been eating gay breakfast
0: for a long time now. V- breakfast is very gay because it can be sweet or savory. You know what I mean. Uh, Wait, bagels are straight though. Bagels are the straightest. <laughs> even the middle, even though the middle is like an open butthole a bit, but okay, that's fun. Um, <laughs> it has the ridges that a butthole would have. Uh, straight or gay laser tag? Uh, straight. Straight. Uh, straight or gay uh, table side guac? Uh,
1: gay.
0: Gay. Okay, nice. I think it's gay. I agree that it's gay, but I think it's for straight people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a gay person was like, let me go blow these fucking straight people's minds and just fucking take the avocado It was like, look,
1: bitch, we made, I
0: don't know. <laughs> There's the something do. There. The
1: majority of things that you're asking that I find enjoyable, I'm yeah. classifying as gay.
0: Yeah. So you're like somebody who like, likes to live in, you would, you're, you might be what I consider to be a queer straight, which is like, you're a straight person who exists in straight culture, but you also appreciate all things gay. Oh, I and that's love a it. thing. Yeah, can I absolutely. You,
1: can I tell you real, real quick? Because I, I, I know I'm probably going over here. Yeah. Um, Some of my favorite memories in LA. I had several years where I was Uber driving just to pay the yeah. bill. Yeah. And Uber driving in West Hollywood. Like you could be sitting there on a Friday night on a street corner, like with your window rolled down, like waiting for your passenger, and you'll just have some guy walk past your car and be like, "You're fucking hot." Like head <laughs> <Lena's> headed. <laughs> my wife hasn't said that to me in like eight years. It was, the, I'll never understand homophobia because it was the most massive ego boost. I fucking loved it. I got more compliments from gay people than I have from straight people probably at this point in my life. It's amazing. Well, you so, yeah, are I definitely, def- I
0: definitely, love it. yeah, yeah, you're definitely a daddy bear for sure. So don't ever forget that. Hell and yeah. maybe, and maybe remind your wife that you, that she should be appreciating the daddy bear a little bit more. You know what I'm saying?
1: But in straight culture, we don't have that. I'm not part of a fun group i'm just kind of kind of ugly and mostly balding
0: yeah i mean right there with you buddy but i get to be a part of a group and it's super fun um well pat you have been a delight and i don't say that to a lot of heterosexuals uh usually heterosexuals are not delightful but you are delightful thank you you're so funny um tell people uh promote whatever you'd like to to the listeners here um anything you'd like to promote
1: uh, anything I'd like to promote? Well, my buddy Akeem is writing on a great show on BET right now. Um, nice. Make sure you, you check that out. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah. I it take away from tennis a lot. Uh, I guess follow me on social. Follow me on Instagram at Pat Barker comedy. Um, don't worry about I, I tweet once every four years so you could skip that. Um, yeah, just, uh, add me on Instagram. I, I have a couple cool things in the pipeline, but they're moving very slowly. So I want to promote them eventually. So follow me and then you can see them when they, they happen.
0: All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, My name's Ian Neighbor. This has been Straight People. Uh, Stay straight or keep it queer. I don't know which one you want to do. Or both. Do both for a change. You know what I'm saying? Um, If you like this podcast, review it on Apple because that's important somehow. I keep reading articles
1: about it. But uh, other than that, thank you and uh, tune in again. Bye.